It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The NBA Combine is underway. We got to talk with prospects and we saw the scrimmages take place on Thursday for day one of the media portion of the NBA Combine. Also, we're going to have our Friday edition of Stockwatch on today's show, Locked on Thunder, the daily podcast about your Oklahoma City Thunder. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O-Thunderpod. Email the show, L-O-Thunderpod at gmail.com. Call into the show, 405-362-7128. On today's show, brought to you by Michelob Ultra, only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. We're going to dive into the NBA Combine interviews, the scrimmages, take a look at what's happening in the NBA draft process and have a stock watch Friday where we buy and sell stock in players in teams and so on and so forth. Now let's start with the most pressing news of the day. It's the NBA combine interviews. At this point, we got to talk with pretty much everybody so far. We'll have another round of these today at four. So you can follow along on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles at R Y L A N underscore S T I L E S. We talked with Scotty Barnes, Jalen Johnson, James Boog Knight, Keon Johnson, Zyra Williams, Shreve Cooper, Trey Murphy, Isaiah Todd. We talked with so many uh, talented prospects, and there's more even that, that talked, uh, that had some tidbits and takeaways that are very important for the Oklahoma City Thunder. We're going to dive into that to start the show. So again, to follow along with these combine interviews that will be happening again today at 4, uh, follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Now, Scotty Barnes, he led things off conveniently for the Thunder, uh, who picked six, and that's right in the range of Scotty Barnes. And uh, you know, there's three Thunder media members there, including myself, uh, so you could tell the importance of Scotty Barnes' media availability. You know, he's, he said he's working on a shot, and, and I loved his answer for a shot. He says that he's trying to get more consistent. Uh, he's trying to get both his upper half and bottom half right. He mentions that he feels really confident in his upper half, but the bottom half still is what's lacking behind. And he wants to focus on finding out the why in his shot. Why is he missing? Why'd the ball go off there? How, how can he adjust his shot? And how can he get his shot more of a routine and more of a consistency? And if he can improve that shot, then that opens up a level of his game and that can allow him to take that next step into a new tier of a player. And he says that he thinks he's a better shooter what the numbers show. And now on our live lottery draft special before the lottery is even unveiled. So this is not, you know, this is not trying to be a thunder Homer before the lottery was even revealed. Chad Ford, the draft expert, Chad Ford 
who's worked for ESPN, was been in front offices, has all these different sources. Before the lottery was even revealed, he said that Scotty Barnes and some big boards were hopping, was hopping over Jalen Suggs and Jonathan Kaminga, both. And a big reason for that is teams believing in his shot, that his shot is better than the numbers show. Chad Ford thinks that his shot is much better than what the numbers at Florida State showed. Going back to his high school film, Chad Ford's done this a long time. He's, he's, seen, he's seen, he's evaluated a ton of players. He knows what he's talking about. That's a good sign for Scotty Barnes. Not good that he's working on that, obviously, and he can kind of know what to focus on. It's not just an overhaul of the entire thing. Now he's trying to get that bottom half set. He did say, though, his teams that he worked out with and interviewed with so far. The teams are Chicago, the Warriors, the Magic, the Pistons, the Celtics, and the Raptors. He has not spoken yet to the Oklahoma City Thunder. I will say he expanded a bit on the Raptors' visit, saying it went really well. It's interesting that he visited with the Raptors. Now, first of all, visits mean nothing, right? The Celtics, for example, have no chance to leap up and get Scotty Barnes. However, they do want to talk to him. That way, if Scotty Barnes becomes available in four years or five years, they know something about him. They have some background on him. This is your last chance to talk to these guys legally because once they're on an NBA team, you can no longer talk to them. So you're going to talk to as many players as physically possible over the next few weeks. The Thunder are going to talk to Scotty Barnes eventually. They just have not done it yet. It's only been a couple of days since the Thunder have known where they're going to draft that. And so the thing about the Raptors, though, that's interesting, is that the Raptors pick at four. To me, the Raptors are a prime candidate to trade down because they might view themselves as a win-now team. And so... If the Raptors identify Scotty Barnes as their guy, it could be the Trey Young effect of, we know that four might be considered a reach to take Scotty Barnes at four. We can trade down to six, still get Scotty Barnes, pick up an asset, and the Thunder will be able to move up to four and get their guy, whether it's Jalen Suggs, Jalen Green, Kaminga, whoever's left at four. And so at that point, both teams would win in that trade down, but it would take the Raptors loving Scotty Barnes. So the fact that, that they've interviewed him and things have gone well, uh, that's a good sign for the Thunder in terms of their trade-up possibility. Everything else is a good sign for the Thunder in terms of if they actually do draft him and stay at six. Now, we did talk to Jalen Johnson. and Jalen Johnson was the player that I said this whole process will define where he goes in the draft. You can talk about risers and fallers. To me, that list starts with Jalen Johnson because I've seen him mocked as high as in the top 10, as low as in the bottom 20s, because he's so polarizing and because the interview process will be so important for him and how he impresses teams in that process will define what he's going to become. He talked about leaving Duke, saying it's a tough decision, but he wanted to focus on preparing for the draft. He's spoken with the Wizards, Raptors, Hawks, Pacers, Magic, Rockets, Knicks, Wolves, and tomorrow, which is today on Friday, he'll talk with the Thunder. Now, I am not trained in the area of reading through, you know, the the press conferences, but um, he impressed me. I really enjoyed talking with him. Uh, He was well-spoken. He handled everything very well. He handled the Duke questions very well from his body language, from his actual answers. Everything about it was handled very well for Jalen Johnson. It was impressive. And I think that he said it best whenever he said that teams have moved past that point in his career and they're looking forward to the future. And so the fact that that's happened for Jalen Johnson I would not be surprised if we see him start to climb up mock drafts as we get more information from sources about how he's doing these interviews because that's what's really holding him back a bit uh, to a certain extent. So Jalen Johnson, really good interview today. 
met with those teams. We'll meet with the Thunder today, so we'll see how that goes. Now, James Boog Knight had an interesting conversation with those of us in the media. He talked about how he started playing basketball late and that he wanted to try, quote, something different. Now, trying something different and then all of a sudden becoming a lottery pick is incredible. Like, that's an athletic feat that should not go underappreciated. What he was doing before basketball, though, was baseball. He was a shortstop and a pitcher and wanted to play baseball and then tried basketball, and it turns out that he's really good at basketball. He says that the part of his game that he views is getting underrated is his playmaking and that his efficiency will climb with time in the NBA and with a new role in the NBA compared to where he was at UConn, the lack of spacing, the lack of teammate help. He didn't say that those words. I'm saying those words. You know, he, he just said that it would improve in a new role. Now, with James McKnight, the thing that I think it will, will help him rise is his interview process as well because he has the talent. He can score at any level of the court, at any level of competition. He is a bona fide bucket getter. He will have the potential to lead the league in scoring. He has that kind of ability to score the basketball. And so if he can improve his playmaking, that'll go a long way for him. But the confidence, the swagger, what he's able to bring to the interview room is going to sell teams on him because the tape does a great job at it. Richard Stamen, host of Locked on NBA Draft, he already has Bugnat at five, and he's had Bugnat at five for months now. But after hearing Bugnat talk, that guy can sell a pin to a teacher. He's awesome. He's going to sell teams on himself, and teams are going to be impressed by him. And I think that he's going to quickly, quickly, quickly climb up the NBA draft boards. I wouldn't be surprised if between now and July 29th, we get reports that James Bugnight can go six, seven, eight, like that high in this draft. And so that's an interesting name to monitor for the future. Now, he did not want to reveal who all he's talked to, but he's talked to multiple teams, obviously. Uh, Bugnight is an interesting prospect, and I, and I would be fascinated to watch him play with Shea. Jalen Johnson, Scotty Barnes, and James Bugnight all have NBA profile previews on this podcast feed. So scroll back and find all those when this podcast is over. Coming up, we'll talk about Keon Johnson, Zaire Williams, Shreve Cooper, Trey Murphy, Isaiah Todd, and so much more, as well as our Stock Watch Friday episode about the NBA draft and the NBA in general. This offseason is already off to a wild start. Right now, I want to tell you about your friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Baseball is in full swing. You can track the action at betonline.ag. Get the latest news, odd information for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not send the silence anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their playoff runs. So head over to the website betonline.ag or even use your mobile device and sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. Whenever you go to betonline.ag, you go there right now, use our code locked on, get 50% welcome bonus. You can bet on all of your baseball watching, NBA Finals, Stanley Cup Finals, MLB, everything you can ask for at betonline.ag, promo code locked on will get you 50% on a welcome bonus on your first deposit. This is Jake from Locked On. 
Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We are back on the Locked On Thunder podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network, the road to the finals is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, and they are covering our road to the finals. Listen, the Clippers, after going down 0-2, Boom, they win this game on their home floor. They get the series back to 2-1. And are the Clippers going to pull this off again? Going to go down 0-2 and then win another series and be the first team ever to come back from 0-2 in all three rounds leading up to the NBA Finals. Go check out Locked On Clippers. Go check out Locked On Suns. The Hawks are back in action. Trey Young tonight trying to get another win for Atlanta and trying to get them closer to the NBA Finals. Go check out Locked On Hawks and Locked On Bucks, and also check out Locked On NBA for the national coverage of all this fun stuff, including the NBA draft. Brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Have yourself a Michelob Ultra every time that you sit down to watch an NBA playoff game with only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it, and I enjoy cracking open a Michelob Ultra and watching these conference finals games. So we also talked with Keon Johnson at the NBA Combine. We're back on the Locked On Thunder podcast. Check us out on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. So follow along with these interviews live. Keon Johnson, who I think has superstar potential. Now, he does have bus potential, but he has superstar potential in my eyes. I love Keon Johnson as an athlete. He set the vertical record at the Combine this week. He's been incredible as an athlete. I think that his shot is, is able to be repaired and, and to blossom at the NBA level. And not to mention his amazing driving level. We have a Keon Johnson profile as well on this podcast feed. Go back and listen to that as well. Uh, he mentions that he wants to win a title with the team that drafts him and that he values a team that has a great track record of player development and great veterans in the team to learn from. He wants to learn. He wants to be uh, integrated into the right team and the right organization and to do everything the right way. And the thing here is that he has talked with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Again, Interviews do not mean all that much. They're going to interview almost, if not every single player within the draft pool. They're going to talk to as many people as they can. But I really like Keon Johnson. I'd like to see him in Oklahoma City. Um, I'm, I'm fascinated by his range. He's a guy that I'm keeping an eye on whenever Kevin O'Connor and Sam Vecini and these other mock drafters put out their mock drafts and seeing where he's going in their mock drafts because they're they're getting that information from sources of around the NBA that will have the value on him. Uh, I can see him going as high as 7-8. I can see him slipping down to 16. I, I can see him going anywhere in that range to where the Thunder uh, could end up getting Scotty Barnes and Keon Johnson if they wanted to. Like, like 
this is a, ton, a kind of player that has big boomer bust potential, as does the next guy, Zaire Williams, who has talked to 10 teams, but not the Thunder just yet. Zaire Williams is a Thunder player in the sense of the Thunder with those latter picks, 6, 18, if they stay there, are going to take the biggest swing possible. They're not going to take a safe pick. They're going to take a guy that could end up failing at the NBA level. And Zaire Williams could end up being a great find. He could end up being a, a Cameron Payne type where he has to shift out of the league before making a comeback or never making a comeback at all. The Thunder have also talked with Shreve Cooper from Auburn and Shrey Murphy, a sniper from Virginia. And Isaiah Todd wrapped up the media availability. He said that he has interviewed with the Thunder and he calls Jalen Green a generational talent. He says it's very exciting to play next to Kaminga and he had very high praise for Coach Shaw. I asked him about Coach Shaw because Coach Shaw did get an interview with the Pacers before they hired Rick Carlisle and I wanted to see what he thought about Coach Shaw being an NBA coach. He had such high praise. Go and find that on my Twitter account and read that for Coach Shaw and I, I am right there with him. I think that Coach Shaw... Uh, Brian Shaw of the G League Knight will be a great NBA head coach one day once he's given that opportunity. He has that leadership quality that you need. He has that ability to relate to players, and he has that ability to comfort players. Uh, not in the sense of coddle them, but comfort them. So he can get onto them very hard. I've been watching, you know, I've, I've watched their games. I've watched their practice sessions. I've talked to the players and, the, and Coach Shaw himself about his coaching style. He has a unique ability to balance getting onto players and being there for them in both ways, tough love and uh, giving them a pat on the back whenever they need it. And Isaiah Todd shares that sentiment that he, that Coach Shaw can be a really great NBA coach one day. Now, for me, Isaiah Todd grades out as a first-round talent. I'm very high on Isaiah Todd. He's a very athletic four that I think can do it all on the basketball floor. Very raw, will take some time to grow into that. I think that somehow we've forgotten how good Isaiah Todd is. Whenever he first signed with the Ignite team, that was headline news. I mean, that, that was news that like Shams and, and Woj were reporting. Like It was a big deal whenever the Ignite landed him. And so he's kind of fallen away a little bit from that hype. But I still view his talent from his on-court production as a first-round grade. I don't know that many NBA teams agree with me. I'm not sure that he'll go in the first round to where in the 30s, you know, in, the, in, the, in the early 30s, whenever the Thunder are picking the second round, that could be a steal of a draft pick for the Thunder. I would love Isaiah Todd at 18 or in the second round with the Oklahoma City Thunder. He shot 36% from three as a 6'10 forward. Like he's very impressive. He has tools. And I think that that NBA game will let him show off how good he's going to be. And he'll be looked at as a steal in this upcoming NBA draft. So I'm very excited for his potential. And I think that every player the Thunder have interviewed so far is very interesting. I think that Jalen Johnson is incredibly interesting. I think that Keon Johnson is very interesting. I think that Sharif Cooper and Trey Murphy is very talented and that they can be a, a value pick for the Thunder. Uh, Murphy, a bit older, so we'll see if the Thunder actually take him. Uh, but Cooper, man, a mystery because you don't know what, how, how tall he is. Even though he's measured out at 6'1 at the combine, he's sticking to the 6'2", 6'3 stuff of his, of his height. Nonetheless, though, Cooper's very talented and he's quickly rising up boards to the mid-first round scene uh, for the first round of this draft. And we just went over Isaiah Todd as well. As far as the scrimmages, I was very impressed with Sandro, who has already worked out for the Thunder. Uh, he was impressive as, as like a 6'11 center who showed a lot of mobility. He was very comfortable shooting the three-pointer. Um, I liked what we saw from him. I would love him in the second round. Maybe he slides even to 55 and you can take him way back there in the second round. Uh, but, but I really enjoy uh, watching him play. 
We did talk with Isaiah Mobley, the brother of Evan Mobley. He said that until Evan was a sophomore in high school, Evan was known as Isaiah's brother, and Isaiah was better than Evan Mobley. And then his sophomore year of high school, uh, Evan just got really, really good almost overnight, it felt like. So that was pretty funny to hear kind of that dynamic of their relationship and and their brotherhood, so to say. It'd be a pretty cool story if Isaiah Mobley could go to the same team Evan Mobley will go to, maybe Houston or whoever ends up drafting him. I'm not really sure that Isaiah Mobley will get drafted maybe as a, uh, for sure, an undrafted free agent and for sure a summer league invite, but I'm not sure he's going to actually get drafted in the second round, but we'll see if that happens for him. So still to come, of course, we have more scrimmages today. We have more media availability today. And upcoming after this weekend, you'll have pro days for a lot of these players as well. Coming up, we'll wrap it up with Stockwatch and more. But I do want to tell you right now, but I got friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. They have nine delicious flavors, coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's something for everyone. My favorite flavor is the peanut butter brownie option. It is incredible. But if you don't believe me and you want to try it yourself, order yourself a mixed box. The mixed box will give you two of every flavor. That way you can try them all and then reorder the flavors you love the most. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams sugar, and only four grams net carbs. So go right now, order yourself some Built Bars at BuiltBar.com using our code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your next order at Lock15 at BuiltBar.com. 15% off your next order. Make sure you're trying out that peanut butter brownie flavor. And whenever you do order Built Bars, try them out in the refrigerator. They taste really good cold. So check them out, BuiltBar.com, promo code Lock15. It's the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. When this podcast is over, go check out the Locked On Today podcast hosted by Peter Kowski, taking you all around the sports world, making you a sports savant in under 20 minutes every single morning. So check that out, Locked On Today, wherever you get your podcast from. Now it's time for the return of Stock Watch Friday. Yeah, they're penny stocks. I told you not to sell. You did not tell me not to sell. I said the market fluctuates, remember? Well, what are you going to do about this stock? I'm keeping it. I'm going down with the ship. Celebrate with our weekly act of debauchery. Well, it's time for Stock Watch Friday, where we buy and sell stock in rumors and players and teams, all that fun stuff. The first item is Jalen Green. I think that his stock is heading to the moon right now because you're seeing reports from The Athletic, and I've heard the same thing behind the scenes, that Jalen Green is a target for Detroit, that they love Jalen Green. Uh, I think that he fits Detroit perfectly. And if nothing else, if he's not the first overall pick, and if Detroit does not trade back to get Jalen Green, if nothing else, it creates a buzz and an energy around Jalen Green to where I don't see him falling past three, honestly, uh, because you're kind of 
you're kind of now questioning if you're somebody who didn't buy into Jalen Green. Well, what do the Pistons see that I don't see? What, what does Troy Weaver see that I don't see whenever they have Kid Cunningham right there and they're still dancing around the idea of Jalen Green? Any other GM, and I would throw this report out the window, uh, but I know that before the lottery, the Pistons love Jalen Green before the lottery, and I know that Troy Weaver is a guy that will go against the grain, especially when it comes to guard play. This is a guy that beat the drum for Russell Westbrook. If I had to bet money right now, I'm betting money that Detroit takes Kate Cunningham, and this is all a moot point. But I'm giving it more credence because of who the GM is and because of who Troy Weaver is. But Jalen Green's stock in general is going to go up. I think that there's a good chance that Houston values him at two. He's going to be a multi-time scoring champion. He's that good of a talent offensively. I love what he brings. He's my number two prospect on my big board. He's incredible. Uh, so I think that his stock's on the rise because of the buzz he's getting from Detroit right now. Uh, Scotty Barnes' stock is up as well. Again, this is before the Thunder even in his range to get him or even prioritizing him. We heard from Chad Ford and John Hollinger, two really plugged-in guys, that he's starting to climb up NBA boards. So, of course, his stock is on the rise as well. It seems like TJ Thor and Shreve Cooper are both trending upwards as well. TJ Thor pulls out of the scrimmages and media availability this afternoon. Maybe that signals something. Maybe it doesn't. But TJ Ford is up. I think that Shreve Cooper is up as well in the NBA draft buying stock in all those players. And then the stock that's going down right now is the Dallas Mavericks. They're in shambles right now. Go check out Locked on Mavs. Uh, but goodness gracious, because you have a worse two-week period than what Dallas is going through right now. Between Bob coming in and making a mess of things with Luka, uh, between firing Donnie Nelson and Rick Carlisle leaving for Indiana, uh, between hiring Jason Kidd, one of the worst NBA coaches that we are going to ever see, who has a terrible off-court pass as well, uh, hiring him whenever you had Jamal Mosley right there who loves Luca and Luca loves him and is going to be a very good coach. You had the guy right there and now you're bringing in a Nike executive. Now maybe the Nike executive though can be a guy uh, that benefits the Mavericks because he has such good relationships with NBA players and that you see NBA players happy for him getting this job uh, right now. Uh, so maybe it leads to the free agency signings, but who knows if that's actually the case. It just looks Weird whenever you're bringing in a Nike executive uh, in your front office after having a gambling expert that almost took down the place and burned it to the ground. And Michael Finley was right there for for the promotion. So uh, you passed up Michael Finley and Jamal Mosley, two of the no-brainer decisions that you could have made for Jason Kidd and a Nike executive. One of them, we already know is terrible at their job and has a terrible history. The other one, we don't know anything about and has never ran an NBA team before. It doesn't seem like things are going particularly well in Dallas. All the while... You're already on the clock for making Luca feel comfortable and making Luca want to stay. And, and this is the prime time uh, to, to try to lure Luka Doncic into staying in Dallas and, and to woo him and to set things up for the future. And if this does not pan out, we're going to read in a book one day that Jason Kidd is the reason why Luca left uh, Dallas. So they better have this right. Dirk signed off on it, which I feel like it's just the Mavericks throwing Dirk under the bus and using him as a PR stunt. But Dirk apparently signed off on it. Mark signed off on it. Signed off on it. I, I would pray to God Luca did too. I pray to God that they actually asked Luca what he thought. But this can truly be a disaster quickly in Dallas. Their stock is going tremendously down right now. Not to mention the KP fiasco. Let me know what you think about everything on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles at R Y L A N underscore S T I L E S. We're going to be back next week with mock drafts, big boards, and draft profiles all coming up on the Locked On Thunder podcast. Make sure you follow along anywhere you get your podcast from. Until then, be good and be good to one another.
members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.